But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. And we are motherfucking back for another motherfucking show. Guess wow. what? We are explicit and we are in your fucking ears. Guess what? Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast is back for episode 120. Big 120. That's what you bench, right? <laughs> You weren't you weren't expecting that? No, that's not what I was <laughs> expecting coming out of your mouth, but welcome everybody to another episode of Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. And there's so much to talk about. We have a pay-per-view coming up on Saturday. Can we just for, co- copy and paste that for every episode. There is so much to talk about. We well, can just hit now, a button. Now, there really is. Instead of wasting your breath, we can just hit a button. We can sit back, relax, <laughs> sip, sip a margarita. Yeah, for the three seconds it take me to say that. How long does it take you to sip a margarita? Well, it depends on the size of the sip, but... Well, do we have to go into the discussion <laughs> between a sip and a gulp and a chug? Do we really need to no. go into that no, discussion right no, now? No. Let's just start in with actual wrestling talk. Actual wrestling talk. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you brotherly love... Actual Wrestling Talk Podcast. As if our name wasn't long enough, we just added some more to it. So now when you refer to us, I don't even remember what the name was. Okay, good. Even better. Let's start with the Saudi Arabia deal. deal Because they announced after getting stuck in Saudi, they decided... Who got stuck? The superstars. That's right. We were recording last week while that was happening, so we were able to report on it. Usually that doesn't happen. No. Usually it's a Thursday night. Usually it's tonight. Yes. But last week was a Friday night. Threw everything off. Yeah, thank God for Halloween. Thank God for Halloween. Yeah, we got a better show out of it. You hear that, God? We thank you (laughs) for the blessings of spooks and goblins. But anyway, they get stuck over there. And then they sign this new deal to 2027. And they're going to have a second show Every year as well. So we're talking about two annual Saudi shows. Cool? No. (laughs) No, not really. I mean, that's cool, I guess. Maybe it's more opportunities for them to leave their talent over there so we get really good shows. I I don't get it. I mean, I get it. It's money. I get it. But Money, money, (laughs) money. Everybody has a price. I get it. I don't know. I just, I'm not a big fan of these shows. Boom, 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 Money, 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 money. You just like how it sounds, don't you? <laughs> that was weak. You've had better. <laughs> All right. That's like the uh, Pee Wee Herman show. Whenever you say the name, whenever you say the word money, I just break into Million Dollar Man's theme song. That's what the new rule is. So be very careful when you're speaking. Okay. 
I'm, I'm in for it. So let's move to Wrestle Kingdom 14. It's going to be a two-night extravaganza. January 4th, January 5th, and both nights are jam-packed with well, amazing wrestling. Well, we weren't able to report on this because it hadn't happened yet, but mm-hmm. touching off of your Wrestle Kingdom announcement, there was a return, a huge return for New Japan Pro Wrestling would be Hiromu. Her, her, yeah, I was right the first You're time. Right. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. Takahashi yes. and Daryl, they're back. And you know what's amazing is that he had a fucking fatal neck injury where that should have threatened his career, you would think. Mm-hmm. He comes back and just to prove a point, he goes absolutely apeshit and starts bumping himself just to prove that he's back and he's 100%. And first, first crack at it, who does he want? Who are we getting? Osprey. And it's for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. I mean, this match, again, like I said, it's already stacked. Uh, this is just going to add on to it. You already have Okada versus Bushi for the Heavyweight title. And Jay White versus Naito for the Intercontinental title. You know what's also funny? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to what you are saying, so you <laughs> might have already said this. but <laughs> He's so stupid. Go ahead. There was a there was a question thrown out to uh, Nick and Matt Jackson about AEW about would they ever do business with New Japan and their response was it doesn't look good or it's yeah. not not going to happen. Yeah. And lo and behold, at Wrestle Kingdom, we're getting Chris Jericho versus the Ace Tanahashi. Yes. Which On is, night two. Which is I don't know the AEW champion works for the company. Going back over to unless his New Japan contract and he has to like one more date to fulfill. But that seems pretty weird that no, we're not gonna we're not gonna do business with New Japan yet. We're gonna send our champion over there to wrestle their best. No, on I think the you're right. I, I think it's still his contract most likely. Is that what it is? You think? You think he had a, like maybe five or six matches in his contract and he's got to do that? Probably because what I mean with Moxley then wouldn't you? figure that he would have to go back then unless his contract was only through yeah so before AEW started yeah yeah or it's chris jericho and he can do whatever the fuck he wants that's a good point too yeah i mean that that's very possible if i'm gonna go with any prediction i think the last one is it i think he can just do whatever the fuck he wants i'm pretty sure he can walk in the middle of raw tell everyone they just made the list everyone go ape shit and he can leave because he's chris jericho he can do whatever he wants Maybe. I, I, I don't know if uh, McMahon would like that or allow that with everything with AEW, but I don't know. Maybe. You might be right. I'm probably not. Don't give me as much credit as I deserve. I'm probably completely wrong, and the people that have listened to this show know this already. Very true. So, But another one, another match for night two is Thunder Liger's no, last match. Thund- Thunder in Paradise. No. Sorry. Didn't mean to get you excited. Get my hopes up. But Thunder Liger, he has his retirement match, but we don't know who it's against yet. Hmm. So it's up in the air. So who who could they bring in? Would they just use one of the New Japan guys? or No, if it's his last match, it's going to mean something. And for the life of me, I don't know who it would be against. Maybe Muda? God. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, really cool. I mean, you, I mean usually someone his caliber... And how long he's been around. Like, he's, he's been around since I was a kid. Yeah. Like, I remember him when I was a little kid. 
I remember matches on WCW, like when during the Attitude Era. Yeah, but I mean, even before that, before the Attitude Era, I, I remember seeing him in a WCW ring. So I mean, for how long he's been doing it, I mean, honestly, the people that he used to be able to wrestle aren't in a ring anymore. Yeah, and not knowing New Japan as well as most or some people. They'd probably be able to make a better prediction than me. Yeah, no, you're right for sure. But, but I, I don't doubt that it's not going to be something spectacular. I can't wait if they're going to wait till the event, or I mean, if it's going to be a surprise. Yeah, you know, I think that's that'd be more WWE type booking. I think they're going to. I think this one's going to be announced ahead of time. Yeah. Either way, it's going to be an amazing match to watch his retirement match on night two, and the guy's been doing it for like a hundred years. Yeah. Well. And aside from the Jericho match that's on night two, you still have the winner of the heavyweight title and intercontinental title facing each other for both titles. So it's title for title. Yes. And who is the intercontinental title the first night? Jay White versus Naito. And Okada versus Ibushi. So the winners of those matches move on to face each other for both titles. I'm guessing Naito walks out double champion that night. I, I think, think it's so. Naito versus Okada. Okay. Or it could be. I was going to say, I think a, it might be Ibushi's time. Might be Ibushi to win, but I think I still think Naito walks out, so I don't think they're going to give it to him. I think it's going to stay on Okada, but I think Naito work, walks out double champion. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And then, this is the other weird match. If that, it doesn't go that way, it's going to be the exact opposite, and it's going to be White versus Ibushi, and Ibushi's going to walk out double champion. If it doesn't go that way that I said, there's, it's going to go the exact opposite way and go that way. There's no in-between with my guesses. I'm either completely wrong or completely right. Yeah. There is no half. There is no half season in this game of life, kids. I don't want you to get too accustomed to getting your way because there is no half season. You only win or you only lose. If you're not first, you're last. God damn it. I'm done. Okay. The loser match. I've I've never seen this done before. But the loser of the Intercontinental title and the heavyweight title face off on night two. And do they become number one contender? That I haven't seen yet. So it pays to be a loser? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I haven't heard it. But... That's another another match on. Night so two. I think it's definitely going to be Naito versus Okada, and then your your secondary match is Ibushi versus Jay White. That's my prediction. I'm sticking to it. When it happens, you can tell me. Throw me a parade, goddammit. it! I'm going to Ibushi versus Naito. I'm not going Okada. Hmm. But Okada pays in a main event. Okada, what? He, he pays in a. I mean, well. Yeah, he's he pays the, no he's matter the, what. He's the money man. But that's no matter what. That's Any your main event. In. I'm saying... Know. I'm saying Ibushi. I'm sticking with it. Not changing my mind. I might be wrong, but I don't care. I'm used to being wrong and predicting things. Ain't that the truth, sister? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Well, I mean, that's going to be two nights of insane wrestling. And that's not till January. Yeah. January 4th, January we're, 5th. You're, we're reporting so early on something for once. Yeah, just an amazing card, and it's not even all the way filled out yet. No, that's going to be incredible. I'm so glad they did it over two, well, I guess you can call it two nights, but two really early mornings for us. 
Well, and that's what they're talking about with Mania. Wanting to go two nights. I don't... They could do it, but the... I don't see them being able to build two nights worth of stories when they can't build one night worth of stories. With, with this year's WrestleMania, the way it it If you're going to include unfolded, NXT with that, then... I mean, why can't you run this Survivor Series angle for fucking ever? I agree. Seriously. All, all three shows were great. Why can't they all just intermix with each other? Fuck it. Because now the the main the NXT talent that doesn't make as much as the the main card talent now they're going to want more is that what Vince is afraid of? Oh, these guys are on the they're they're on the main card now they're going to want to get more money. That's not good shit, pal. That's not good shit. Well, and they want the just that roster for that night. That's the main thing. That's why they had the draft. No one wanted the wild card rule. Yeah, but if you're going to run the wild card rule like you are this angle for Survivor Series, is the wild card rule that bad? It becomes an actual... But we've seen the way they run the wild card rule, and it sucked. So, yeah. I mean, this but is an invasion I'm... Survivor Series. It's completely different. But what if they continued this after after Survivor Series? And that we didn't call it... What if we never called it the wild card rule? We just never said anything, but we had... We were able to mix talent. Like NXT could go to SmackDown or Raw. Because, let's face it, they need fresh matchups. They need, I mean, they just had a draft. But, I mean, honestly, everyone's, you've seen almost all the matches. There's no way Fox and USA are going to go for it. No way. USA already runs NXT. Well, but I'm saying combining. There's no way. Because Fox wants to have their show be special. And they want to have just those Fox superstars. There's no way they're going to want USA superstars. They're, they're, it's just that's why they got rid of the wild card rule. Because they wanted just their roster. Yet we're running a wild card rule type angle right now on all shows. And all shows went up. But maybe not in ratings, but in excitement uh, level. Yeah, absolutely. No, they went up in ratings. Everyone was up in ratings. Yeah. We're not a ratings goddamn podcast. No, we're not. No, fuck the ratings. We don't even know what actual ratings are. We just say they're higher or lower. We don't know actual numbers. You don't come to us for numbers. You come to us for everything but numbers. You come for us letters, shapes. What else? What else? Uh, Look, that's all you. Keep going. What did I say? Numbers? Everything but numbers. What? No, I'm, I'm just letting you go. That's all. You're gazing in... Sheer amazement? Yeah, sure. That's exactly what it is. Well, don't do it. You're creeping me out. Okay. 205 Live will be in full sale tomorrow night, live on USA. Really? Yeah. I love... I mean, how long have we been screaming to have 205 Live? I don't know if I was ever screaming. All right. Let's take everything literally. Just because you go out on the roof of a house... And you get a megaphone, and you yell real loud that I won 205 Live at Full Sail doesn't mean I was screaming about it. Okay, I was screaming about it. So you were out on the roof with a megaphone screaming at traffic, I won 205 Live at Full Sail University, and make sure it's on Fridays. You did exactly that. Yeah, sure. I made this happen. He was wearing assless chaps and a mesh tank top. (laughs) Um, no, wasn't doing all that. He but, might he might have got arrested that night, but I don't know. He'll never tell. I am very happy that they're going in a smaller venue, and uh, 
getting their chance to be in front of that hot crowd down at Full Sail. Because I think it's where they've always belonged. Yeah, but I think it's a little too late at this point. A smaller amount of people that are actually invested in there for wrestling. Yeah. Sounds like a no-brainer. Well, I mean, you would think, but it just took that long for this to happen. So another no-brainer that probably shocks absolutely nobody is Randy Orton signing a new five-year extension (gasps) with WWE. No way! Yeah. Even though he teased the AEW... Uh, going to AEW because his contract was almost up. I don't think anybody believed that he was actually going to be leaving WWE. I wanted him to. I didn't. No? No. Why? I think he would have done really well over there. He's he's good no matter what. Yes, but he's done literally everything there is to do in WWE. 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 You suck, WWE. You suck, Kurt Angle WWE. You suck, WWE. You suck, WWE. I don't know. I thought that was pretty good. I'm not surprised you thought it was good. But anyway, Orton has to be there to bring this young talent along. Why couldn't he have done that at AEW and bring that young talent? Fuck that young talent. He's from what WWE. Fuck? What do you mean he's from WWE? He's he WWE. Was, he's born and raised. No. What? May Young plopped him out too after the hand? <laughs> no, I'm just saying he is WWE. He's a lot like John Cena. He John that's what Cena. You Shut said that was some Southern twang there, boy. <laughs> you know what? That Randy Orton, he just like that John Cena. <laughs> I don't know where that came he from. He came over the other day. We had some corn and some grits. <laughs> that John Cena. Yeah, buddy. But no, he's always gonna be WWE. No what, way. There's nothing else. West Texas Rednecks. Yeah. Rap is crap. I actually like that song. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about NXT. Let's talk about NXT. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about everything and all the worlds and Adam Cole, baby. That was a nice save. Yeah, I know. I played Uh, it the whole time. Yeah. So... We already talked about SmackDown because we were recording when it happened. So now Monday Night Raw, you have Triple H trying to... Cohorse. Sure, great word. Rollins into either you're with me or you're against me. And you have the entire Undisputed Era on the ring apron. Brings up all the times that every time that you weren't with me, look where you at. And every time you were on my side, look where it got you. Yes. Which is true. Yeah, very true. Anytime he's with Triple H, something magical happens. And he's always a champion. Everything he's always up. relevant. Yeah. Now, at a time where the fans seem to be turning his their backs on him, that was a great time to become relevant and do something different out of the box. I mean, will Triple H provide that? Will NXT provide that? I mean, if your biggest star or one of your biggest stars on your brand is Raw, you'd wouldn't think that he's going to NXT. But I do feel like he might be on the brinks of another heel turn. Well, if you have Brock Lesnar that's on Raw now, why not? You've worn that out so much, that Rollins-Brock Lesnar angle. No, I'm saying have Rollins go to NXT. Make Brock the guy, if he's going to be around now. I mean, I'm, I'm not arguing against it, because I think Rollins would be great down in NXT. It'd be a fresh start. 
be something new. And, he, and you know what? He would probably bring more eyes to that product, but he'd be able to pretty much do it. He'd be under better tutelage. Because right now he's just getting hammered from all angles. Anything he says is so scrutinized that he needs to just... He doesn't need to go away, but he needs to do something completely different. He needs to go... He might need to go dark on on social media. What if, <clears throat> excuse me. What if he's only down there a year? Because they're going to do another draft. Apparently, this is going to be a yearly thing to switch things up. So why not have him go down there with Finn? You have the Undisputed Era. I mean, what is going to hurt for one year? And then he comes back to Raw, SmackDown, whatever you want him to do, fresh. And a com- it could be a completely different character. Do you agree? Sure, why not? I was already in agreement. I thought I had already made my point that I wouldn't mind seeing Rollins go down. Rollins to go down to uh, NXT. But it, I mean, do you believe that he would come back? Depending on if they're going to do well, a yeah, draft. Yeah, I, I think he would eventually make his way back if he went down to NXT. I don't think it, because they're still breeding new stars down there too. But a lot of the newer stars would benefit from having someone who's seasoned as uh, Seth Rollins. And you get, it, it's completely new. I mean, you have Champa, you have Adam Cole, you have Gargano, wherever he's been. Yeah, he's been very quiet with we'll all of us. We'll touch on that. And then you have other big names, like you have Riddle, Lee. Velveteen Dream, Keith Lee, Dajakovic. There's so many other people and different people. Pete Dunne, Damian Priest. That would benefit from having Rollins down there. I mean, he's he's big time. He was Universal Champion. He was World Champion, Intercontinental, United States. He was tag champion, tag champion, yeah. a couple different times. I mean, he's done it all, and he's still young. So I mean, he would benefit. NXT would benefit, and the people would kind of most people would be like, "All right, well, he's doing this down there now." I mean, I guess we can't really. This is kind of what we wanted. We can't really get on his back, so he kind of fades away from the spotlight. And he, like you said, you have Brock on Raw, and you could always, I mean, you're probably going to have Cain Velasquez there. It looks like you're building an angle between Mysterio and, and Lesnar. But which eventually his son is going to get into. That's the whole payoff with this entire angle, apparently. But let's move on to another part of Raw, including NXT, and that's this stare down between Basler and Lynch during this interview segment that Becky Lynch had. It was probably the highlight of Raw. Yeah, I agree. It was very well done. I mean, I know we said it before, like anyone that Becky hasn't faced yet because she's everyone main roster she's been in the ring with. Basler would be one of the best foes for the man. Yeah, for sure. And now you get a little taste of it. I mean, you get it with Bailey in there too, and they're kind of like dismissing her even being in the match because they're trying to hype up Basler and Becky. Yeah, but Bailey Bailey will be there too. She's definitely in the back burner. But I like that both women said, "Oh, I'm gonna pay attention to Bailey," but like both of them had to make sure that was obvious that they were saying that they were snubbing her. Yeah, well, no, no, not snubbing, but like. To the crowd, they were saying, I'm going to focus on Bailey, but I'm really going to be coming after you. So they made Just sure. to let you know, we're putting Bailey on the back burner. We're just watching her the whole match. We're going to go at it. Exactly. This is what the yes. people want to see. Fuck you, Bailey. 
Yeah. Bailey chimes in and says, I'm, I'm here too. I'm here too, motherfuckers. I kind of want Bailey to win. I kind of want Bailey to walk away with the win now. I think, yeah. I mean, she's, she needs it. Yeah. Uh, with out of all three, absolutely she needs with it. With her new character and who she is becoming, she needs it the most. I mean, you know what Becky is. You know what Basler is. I mean, Bailey's your, your question mark. How are you going to get this new character over? And I think, I mean, honestly, pinning Becky would probably be. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely bigger. Yeah. I mean, Basler, in the eyes of everyone else, still NXT a little smaller than Becky. You would expect it. Yeah. You would expect either Bailey to eat the pin or Basler, not Becky. Correct. Yeah, I agree. Out of everyone, people are probably expecting Bailey to be in this match to eat the pin to set up something bigger, maybe Basler versus Becky. Mm-hmm. But you flip it on its head and you have Bailey go over and have it be over Becky. Now you swing momentum. I mean, you don't really stunt Becky's momentum. They're on different shows. But you give Bailey more cred. Yeah. That's credit for you out in the normal universe. Cred. One of the lost words. People don't say, like, street cred. Like, people don't say that anymore. No, you're right. Like, because there is no street cred. Everyone's online. Everyone's on the line. Everyone's out there into internet universe, the interverse. No one knows how, No one knows anything about street cred. That's a shame. That's going to be one of those terms that just dies because everyone... Dies in the 90s and doesn't ever yeah. come out. Everyone's playing wasps and warlords or whatever they're playing on, on this internet game. What the games. fuck are you talking about? You know, wasps no, and warlords. I don't know. Nothing? No. That sounds like it would be a PC game. Wasps and warlords. I'll give you warlords. I'm not giving you wasps. Why not? It's got to be... There's got to be alliteration in there. Like Dungeons and Dragons, Wasps and Warlords. Or World of Warcraft. Oh, is that where I was going? I guess. How do you know where I was going? I, I'm assuming. I'm sticking with what I said. Okay, cool. Let's don't, don't you okay cool me? <laughs> like you're going to fucking shoo me aside like that? God damn it. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. What a dick move. <laughs> Friend. <laughs> let's let's move to the main event of Monday night, Rollins versus Adam Cole. Baby. This match, which at one point was a dream match, it really felt like Cliff Notes version of a dream match. Like it just Wow. It was what an analogy. You want to talk about things that... Do, do people still use cliff notes? <laughs> Is this going way over everyone's head? Are we the old fucks now? Uh, cliff is, notes. Is do it, people, is do it people that still, old? <laughs> do people still use them? I, look, I, I, I feel like with technology, there's so many other different ways of cheating. I, mean, I feel like the, the cliff notes are just... They're, they're another thing. They're, you got no street cred? You got no cliff notes. <laughs> All right, I'll agree to that. Yeah, but we don't know if it's true. We don't know the, the kid way now. Are the the kid the kid boppers the kitty bops, they using cliff notes, the tweeners? Is that what you, they call? That's what they call them, tweeners, not the kitty bops. You couldn't sound more old at this point. I couldn't sound more unhip. I'm so hip to be square. But look, this dun, was a, dun, a little dun, bit dun, of a waste. Dun, 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 hip to be square. That's what I like. I'm gonna I'm gonna intro myself in when I want to talk about how kids are these days. I talk 
We're going to go over that that often that you're going to need an intro for yeah. it. Fangled kids and their technology and always coming on my lawn. Not that type of coming. Come on, people. Did you like the Cole Rollins match? Not as much as I liked the Cole Bryan match. Yeah, I agree. I think that was definitely better. But, but I'm a, it was little a different biased. setup. Yeah, it seemed like, look, they had to throw something together and they hit on a lot. And now they had a little time to sit back and, and go over it. You're like, all right, well, this is what we could do for this show. And then they meddled with it and they fucked it up. Yeah. Like SmackDown just seemed like it was like, okay, this is what we're doing. We can't stray. We have no time flying a bunch of people in from NXT. Look, we're going to. We're gonna build for Survivor Series, and now you get the Raw. You're like, oh, we got, we hit. Now we can do it again, and you kind of fell short. Yeah, and I got what they were going with beating him up and giving him something to think about if he wants to turn to NXT or stay with Raw. But I much rather would have let that match breathe a little bit. Yeah, that's. I mean, maybe it was a tease. Maybe it's something. Maybe maybe we were on to something. Maybe Trips is listening. He's finally <laughs> listening to the show. It only took us 120 tries, but Trips is listening. And he's like, you know what? These guys are right. Mainly the guy that sings a lot. He's the right one. He's the one I want to listen to. He says Rollins goes to NXT. That guy that sings a lot with a heavenly voice. That's what we're gonna do. And he goes over. <sighs> <sighs> Hey, Vince, uh, I think I got an idea. Uh, Is he uh, do you Darth have any Vader all of a sudden? First? What? Is he Darth Vader all of a sudden? No, that was Triple H. That wasn't Triple H. I'm Ron Burgundy. I didn't know he, I was breathing that heavy, but keep going. No, you fucking killed the momentum. <laughs> you okay cold me. You fucking okay cold me with your face. It's just, I was wondering where Darth Vader and Triple H came from. Vince. Uh, I am your father. Uh, Son-in-law, technically. Uh, uh, I banged your daughter. Uh. Okay. Uh, let's move to NXT itself. Instead of the takeover, and yet we're still running it, we're still running the Survivor Series angles because who shows up and lays waste to the undisputed era right off the bat? The OC. OC. I like that they're starting to refer to Gallows and Anderson as the best tag team. Yeah, I, I mean I it shows you don't. I don't believe it. No, you don't believe it because of past booking, but I like that. Like, I hope that doesn't fade away after this whole Survivor Series thing. And I know what the, the naysayers will say, that this is just the Survivor Series build, and every once it's over, that's it. Everything goes back to their regularly scheduled programming, but it shows that they, they're investing in them a little bit. I mean, it's, they put them with AJ. It looks like that's what we wanted. We actually wanted Finn there, too, but it shows that, like, they're... They're at more of the forefront than they were in the past. Yeah, by far. Now that they're they're with AJ, and now, I mean, they could be the club. 
versus Undisputed Era. I mean, there's a lot of different po- possibilities. There's, I mean, it's just crazy to think about the what they're doing right now is so good. Why haven't they been doing it this whole time? I mean, you don't want to say, it's, oh, it's because AEW. But you can't say it's completely not either. No. I mean, look, AEW came about. They gave you a faction right off the bat when you wanted a constant faction. You wanted that, okay, we need someone that's going to just take over these shows. Because that's what we liked when we were younger, and that's what we want to see again. I mean, the kids younger than us, I mean, who knows what they're saying. We don't really care what they're saying. We're saying the people like us, we're, we're screaming at the top of a roof with assless chaps and a mesh tank top through a megaphone. I don't even remember what the hell they were screaming, but they were screaming something. They were screaming something that they passionate. they want factions? They want factions. There Thank you, you. They want these factions. And you know what? He did it again. He listened. He listened to the people Triple H did. And now we're... No, wait. I'm going way off of what I was talking about. <laughs> don't let me go off on rants. What are you doing? Step in. Jesus Christ. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. All right. So first, I'm not supposed to interrupt you. Now I have to. When you can clearly see that I've been lost, and I've been lost for four minutes now, talking about God knows what, assless chaps and mesh tank tops, that's when you got to step in and be like, this is going to go nowhere. This, this, this can't go anywhere productive. You have to be... I thought you were leading to a point. You I think I was, about, but I think I got lost somewhere. You started talking about AEW. And now and Triple H came faction, back. And you're on a roof with assless chaps on. What do you want from me? I want you to step in. As soon as you hear assless chaps, there's a clue. Be like, all right, he's gone. He's got no fucking clue. I should have stepped in like, what, 25 minutes ago. Then when you said I was in assless chaps on my roof. You probably should have. You let me go. I mean, now I'm just giving you a forewarning. Whenever I, whenever I'm, you can see it in my face that I'm gone. But let's bring it back. The factions, Chris Jericho, AEW, they gave you the faction. Now, WWE starts to pick it up and be like, all right, well, we're going to highlight Undisputed Era as soon as we get to TV. Look, now you know here's our faction. And now they start the OC, and then you have, well, actually, those are your factions right now. For now, yeah. Not really any other factions. But now you come up to Survivor Series, which is kind of like a, a team. You could put the factions in there, but WWE was a step behind. Yeah, well, as usual. But now it looks like they've had a great idea. But you know what? Let them think that it looks like that because you do have a good idea. You do have something good going on right now, so run with it. And they did that, continued on NXT when you saw the OC layout on Disputed Era. Then you have... Champa come in and say, you're in daddy's home. You're in daddy's home, motherfucker. And then you get a match later on that night, with which is uh, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, Tommaso Champa versus the OC. That alone is a hook. Yeah, for sure. That alone is a, ooh, do I want to, I, I kind of like what's going on right now. But you know what? AEW has got a go-home show before a pay-per-view. You're like, ah. It's tough. They have made it a little tougher. I'll tell you what. This was the first week where I was like, I have to watch NXT live. Like, because of what happened you, Friday, Friday and Monday, night. I was like, I want to know if what superstar is going to show up. And not only that, what what's going to happen? Are they going to have some crazy match? Because the last two main events have been 
Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan and Rollins. So there has to be an insane... And look who's in an NXT ring who you wouldn't have... I would have never thought AJ Styles would have stepped in an NXT ring. Yes. He was main card as soon as he got there. I never thought... I never would have yeah. thought that AJ Styles was in an NXT ring. And yeah, there he is facing the top that they have. But the the match was great. It was cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was the ending. Yes. Is what you wanted to see. Mm-hmm. It was the ending that was like, oh, like it, it was just sheer craziness. You got the moment with Balor coming out, AJ in the ring, throws up the two Swedes. What does Balor do for all the Bullet Club marks out there? Throws up the guns. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, man. Yep. Adam Cole comes out. And you have a stare off between them. Thinking, oh, is it going to be AJ? Finn's going to join the club. You're going to get Undisputed Era versus the club with Balor. I mean, they're doing they're doing something great right now. And that's funny thing is that whole thing. Aside from all that, they still had two really good matches on NXT. I mean, you had Dunn versus Priest, which was a very good match. That was a, that was a the rematch. Yeah. Ended the opposite way that the first one ended. Mm-hmm. Little, and, pay, little payback for Pete Dunne. And so it looks like they're going to have a, a rubber match. And then you have Killian Dane coming in. And insert himself into that one. Exactly. I love that, that Killian Dane went back to NXT. Me too. Yes. Because he could have been and should have been something on the main roster. I, uh, they wasted that. They wasted the whole sanity. Yes. It was just, it was piss poorly managed. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they, it was a bad there's idea. Your faction. It was a bad idea by bad creative. <laughs> nice, but I think the show stealer, as far as wrestling, swerve, well, yeah. swerve, 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 was Dijakovic versus Swerve. I mean, it was. It was. It was ridiculous. definitely it. Look, it was just a match. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, this is going to be a match. It's going to be a good match. I mean, they're both good, but yeah, match of the night for sure. Yeah, I didn't expect them to to have. That good of chemistry together right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, well, I was pleasantly surprised. Yes, yes. I think probably the most underrated match of of that night, Garza beating Nice to be you the mean, number one contender. How did? Why didn't Nice go for the pin after he power bombed the pants off him? That, he should have pinned the pants. <laughs> it's part of the guy. That would have been. That would have been better. If. Well, it would have been stupider, would, but yeah. I would have laughed. Yeah, I don't know. That's that stupid indie shit. Get that stupid indie shit out of my ring. But I mean, all in all, NXT was amazing. It was a very, very good night of wrestling and storytelling, for that matter. Yeah, it it further developed the story leading up to Survivor Series, definitely. And then you have the Go Home Show. A E Dub. A E Dub. A-E-Dub. And probably... You know what I didn't like? But you know what they did really, really well? What's that? One of their most over guys right now with the, the niche crowd for AEW is Orange Cassidy. And one of the guys that looks like they want to make probably their top heel is Pac. Mm-hmm. Or Pac. If you want to call him Pac. Justin Roberts introduced him like that. As Pac. Yep. Well, guess what? Justin Roberts, you're fucking wrong. It's and- Pac. When he when they started the telecast, Ross said Pac, and then after Justin Roberts said it, he kept calling him Pac. But he called him Pac in the beginning. That's because he knew. 
with his years and years of experience, he knew it was really Puck. When I see PAC, I know how it sounds, and I know how I want it to say. I agree. Anyway, the the Orange Cassidy uh, Pac interaction interaction yes where he just absolutely decimates him yeah and knocks him unconscious. I didn't like it because I love Orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. but I did like it because wow, now you see Pac is a bastard. Yes. He lives that moniker very well, and it looks like they're... I mean, look, who he's had interactions with. Uh, beat uh, Hangman off of cheating. Mm-hmm. Beats Omega. Then uh, gets into a tussle with Moxley. I mean, it looks like he's being pitted up against the best and the most over. So he's going to be your resident bad guy. He's going to be the top heel, I feel. Everyone thought it was going to be MJF coming into it, but MJF is sort of sort of playing tweener right now because yeah. Cody's so over it, and clearly is the face in this in this storyline that he's aligned himself with him. So now it kind of makes him a face, and he's starting to get the cheers. So I think Pac now is your top heel for AEW. Well, and I also think that they can only get so many people on TV. So I mean, you have all this time that you got to write for. So why rush making MJF this insane villain when you already got one built in with the bastard Pac? I mean, it makes sense, and he's not going anywhere, MJF. He's young enough, so you have plenty of time with him. With Pac, obviously, much older, and he's going to run out. So, I mean, it, there's no rush. It's, it's better this way than having MJF try and start now. Not to mention Pac, come, when he first came into it, pulled out of the match against Hangman. So that was already a good start to be an asshole. Yeah. No, you just get him on TV every weekend. Look. Whether that he, was meant to be or not. Yeah. It's still the perception. It worked in his favor. Yeah. If for what he's doing right now, that definitely worked in his favor. Then Now, Cody Rhodes, what a promo that he put on. Would I mean, you say that's the promo of the week? I'd say damn near promo that we've heard all year. I mean, of all people, I think right now Cody, Cody's promos are the best. I think he's the top tier of promo work. Cornette put out that this was Cody's hard times promo. Like the equivalent to the hard times promo. Like I mean, this yeah, was for, the... if you were to take relevance in both eras, yeah, I think, I mean, he definitely gets his words from his father. Yeah. He definitely, he's able to connect with the crowd right away. He's able to get them either behind them or against him right away. He knows exactly what to say. He knows, he listens. He's he's the definition of student of the game. Mm-hmm. He's very, very relevant and he knows what he's doing. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to say that's his equivalent, sure, why not? To the Hard Times promo, but it was really, really good. Yeah, and you could not, feel the emotion. And it wasn't his first go-around. No. It's not like this is the first time Cody put, like, oh, this is, wow, I wasn't expecting Like, he's good mm-hmm. at that part. and in, Really, really good. In the promo, most importantly, if he loses to Chris Jericho on Saturday, he will never again challenge for the AEW title. Now, I mean, now, what is your where does your mind go once he says that? That he's winning. Yeah. Yeah, of course. 
does AEW do something different? And Cody's never able to... Because they, they need it? And they work some sort of angle in later where, look, you you can have your title shot if you like put him in an angle where he has to work his way and win so many matches to get his title shot. Up, or he's got to beat one person, like one big name, to get his title shot back. On one of, a, a future angle? Has he plotted this already? I mean, it's possible, but you either have that or he feels that it's useless. I don't need this for my legacy. I don't need an AEW world title for my but legacy. For Cody, I think he wants to be world champion. You would think so. Yeah, absolutely. Because he never has gotten the opportunity in WWE. Yeah. So now to... I mean, if you're you're going to take the phrase, strike while the iron's hot, Jericho didn't need the title to begin with. AEW probably needed Jericho... With the title more than Jericho needed it. Mm-hmm. So now that he got it, now that he's already off and running, he's Chris Jericho. He's got his, he, he's, look, he can do something interesting every week. Yeah. He's already gotten four catchphrases. Yeah, right off the top. Yeah, I, I think, I think Cody obviously wants it. I like this angle, but like you said, it doesn't make it, it does make it feel predictable. Like, he's definitely going to win. Yeah, that's when I first heard it. I was like, oh, that's not good. Yeah. I mean, unless they unless they completely swerve it and Cody loses. If someone costs Cody, maybe they got something else up their sleeve. You got to figure it's going to be the main event. It's going to be the main event. Yeah, of course. So For the could, world title? It could end really weird. I hope. I mean, I don't know. I think it's going to be a... I don't know. I want to I mean, say do you match have, of the night. Do you have but MJF cost Cody and align himself with the inner circle, and now you set off with Cody versus MJF? You could run that to your next pay per view. I'm still kind of hoping for Brandy turning. I know you are. That would be the ultimate if anyone's going to turn. Yeah, that would be anyway. the least predictable. Yeah, but I mean, aside from the Cody promo, the obvious beginning with Pac and I think the the main event the end again just chaos that was going on to end dynamite like I said what two weeks in that this is what's the norm is going to be for dynamite like a a brawl at the end yes I mean they they did it really well and they continue to do it really well and it's only been I mean people are acting like AEW's now been an incarnation and been a weekly show for over a couple of years now. Yeah. This is still what their fourth show. More than that. More than four. Fifth? I mean it's not that much more. They've only been when was their first show? October? Yeah. And it's the first week in November. So yeah. how many is that? So Five? six. Unless there was this was probably, this was six. Okay, so yeah. six weeks. Yeah, that's how long they've been a mm-hmm. show. Yep. People are acting like they've been a show for years now because we've known about it since New Year's. Yeah, but I, I don't mind what how they're ending it. I like how they're ending it because kind of the throwback to the Attitude Era, the way it would end. It would end in utter chaos, but AEW ends in chaos, and. It seems to go with the story or go with one of the stories. It's relevant. Yes. It's not just chaos 
for the, for the fact sake of, of it being chaos. Yeah. It, it, it's planned and it, it makes sense. So that's one difference with AEW that I like. Um, I don't mind it whatsoever, but I do see people complaining about it because it happens every week. People complaining about wrestling? Never. No, I know. There has never Very been rare. one person to ever complain about wrestling. Ever. Not on this planet. No. Next. Thank you. Next. That was relevant, wasn't it? A lot closer than... My normal stuff? Than yeah. Huey Lewis? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. No, it isn't. So, the news? I'll give you the news. Do you want to talk about AEW's botch this week? Do I want to talk about it? Sure, yeah. why not? Because the ref didn't count the three? Yes. And, and now crucify the whole company of AEW? It's, I mean, look. The, ta- the refereeing and their tag matches in particular yeah. have been... A little shaky, to use the word. I mean, use it lightly. I mean, their loose definition of tag team wrestling and how they kind of go on the fly and shit like that. And the legal man doesn't have to be in to win the match. Shit like that. And ref botches. Again, this goes down to the fact that they're a brand new company. And yes, if WWE was doing it, and yes, WWE has its fair share of botches as well, they're under a microscope as well. And... It comes with the territory now that AEW is on TV, but I feel like it's more WWE uh, backers, apologists, whatever you want to call them, the, mm-hmm. the the big fans that are really jumping on this botch. Like, look, this is our time. We were we've been waiting for this time. We were waiting for this time since all these AEW before they were even a show, bad mouthing WWE television, how they wanted to be better, and they're going to cancel their subscriptions to the network and all that. You know what, guys? We're going to pounce. This is the perfect time. He didn't count the three. We're pouncing. We're going to make it known that, look, look, these guys should be buried. They suck. That's what I feel like it is. Like, it's the fickle fucking fan base, the FFFs, that... Triple F? Yeah, the triple Fs. (sighs) You know what? Fucking fans. (sighs) Anyway... It's the fickle fan base that jumps. Look, we need we have we found something to bitch about. Let's fucking jump on it. Yeah, it's, hit that like button, motherfuckers. Yeah, hit that like button for me. Yeah, I'm gonna jump on it. All you WWE fans, I'm a bad mouth and AEW over here. Hit that like button. The the cool thing was Hale reaching out to us and clarifying, and being like, "Look, that's the ref's fault." Which it is. Yeah, like you keep counting, even if even if the guy didn't. Raise a shoulder or kick out. That's not on you. That's, That's not on, on you. You just do your job, and it he'll get he'll get he'll get it in the back. And it was already going to be the finish anyway, because he rolled right into the submission, and the match was over. Yeah. So it just it could have ended. You just wouldn't have had the submission. Well, he didn't. He I I'm guessing Trent was supposed to kick out. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Yeah. But he didn't, and the ref didn't count to three. Yeah. And now everyone's like, look. We have visual evidence. These guys suck. They're a brand new company that are getting used to what I'm assuming is a completely different structure to their matches and whatnot. Like, these refs are used to the independent style where you're not under so much scrutiny. Like, look, there's going to be more botches. It's not... And you don't have great camera angles at these independent shows either like AEW does. Yeah, and you're... I mean, look, you're, you're all... This is... They're all learning... It's like on-the-job learning, for the most part, to do this live TV thing. I mean, only a few have it. 
only a few have been there. And they do it pretty damn good for a new company. Yeah. It's a good show. And look, they're going to have they're going to be under scrutiny. I get it. Do do I agree with it? No, not at all. I don't no. agree that the ref should be tarred and feathered in a public square because he didn't count to three. Yeah. All because you're defending someone who is just as botchy, if not more. So it's just going to be like that. Like, look, next time fucking Sasha Banks misses a tope, you're going to find the same people that, look, we our refs can't count to three, but at least our athletes can dive through the ropes and not get caught up in it. Yeah. It's going to be shit like that. Yeah. And, and, and that's all it is. I suggest you steer clear. You listen to us and you steer clear of all the bullshit. Because there's plenty of bullshit out there, but you know who isn't bullshit? We're not bullshit. We'll tell you how it is. Mainly. I don't fucking know. I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about sometimes. Most of the time. Most? Most of the time. Damn. Yeah. Okay, cool. On to full gear. Saturday night. We got full gear. I remember you saying the match you're looking forward to most is the Moxley and Omega. Is that still the case? Yeah, but if you remember, as you were announcing the card, I yes. started to be like, oh, well, yeah, well, Pac versus Hangman, yeah. Oh, wait, you got Proud and Powerful versus the Young Bucks. Oh, okay, yeah, so that... Uh, I wish he watched it, but if I were to say one match I'm looking forward to the most, just because of this past week of build, is Cody versus Jericho. I agree. I, I mean, think- that actually has been my favorite and the one I'm most anticipated for, so... I- Am I saying that I'm not also looking forward to Moxley versus Omega? No, because I, I want to. It's one and one A. Yeah. And then one B would be Hangman versus Pac, and then one C would be Bucks versus uh, Proud and Powerful. Yes. I mean, that's only four matches. Yeah. That could fill a fucking two hour spot. There's it really could. Eight matches on this card. Yeah. And, and the one- we just announced four that could fill the fucking pay per view itself. Janela versus Sean Spears. I can't wait for it now. I didn't know what was happening. Until the, is that going to be a pre-show match? Doesn't say right now. Just says singles match, but it doesn't matter whether it's pre-show or not. I mean, that's... Joey Janela's going to get some mainstream eyes on him. He's going to be... Well, he's been in every pay-per-view, so... It's going to be nice. I mean, hopefully... I mean, they both need a win. Yeah. I mean, I think Spears needs it more than Janela. Spears came in; he's the WWE guy that would that wanted his release and came in and was going to reinvent himself. And is, is he Owen two? I think he's more than more than Owen two. Is he? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I'm not positive. I mean, he had that whole chairman gimmick, and then he lost to Cody, so that really hurt him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, looking at it now, I mean, it makes sense because they're building Cody to, be, to face Jericho, but. If he didn't, I mean, I, I get it. And Spe- Sean Spears, this new gimmick, yeah, it's nice, it's good, but it still doesn't really mean anything if it's not really pushing you forward. You're still with a company, you're still losing. Yeah. I know that's the negative way to look at it, but look, yeah, there's new eyes on you. You got a, a, a restart to your career, but look, you were losing over there. Yeah, you weren't on TV rarely ever, but I mean, What's the trade-off? Yeah, aside from that chair shot that was that looked like, all right, he's going to gain some traction. Yeah, it's done it. You lost, and that was it, and you're gone again. 
Now, granted, you're facing Janela, which is going to be a very good match because he's very good in the ring as long as Spears is. But, eh, he hasn't impressed me in AEW. He hasn't blown me away and been like, oh, man, they really misused him in WWE. No. It's a shame to say, and it is the negative outlook, but no, Sean Spears, I mean, Ty Dillinger, whatever you want to call him, the perfect 10, yeah, hasn't really done too terribly much. He hasn't shown, I mean, yes, you were, you were able to reinvent yourself, which creativity points, but you got to get on the winning track. Yeah. And the other match that was just made official Wednesday night, SoCal Uncensored versus Lucha Brothers, Versus Private Party for the Tag, tag Team, team Championship. Yes. Now, do they drop it right away and have Lucha Brothers win? I hope not. I kind of like SoCal and Sensor being the champs. I think you've added a really good beginning to middle card match. Yeah. I mean, why not kick off the show with that one? Well, yeah, and you... And, Kind of can't go wrong opening the show with a tag match, especially with the talent that AEW And the way has. that they've been using their tag teams. Yeah. And they really wanted to be the highlight of the show. Yeah. The only match, and I don't know, I know how, how much... How going to come off? How much you're looking forward to this match. I'm not. And it's mostly because of Hangman. I'm not seeing it like I saw it before. Like, I'm, I think he's just getting stale to me because I've seen everything. Like, nothing's new. Yeah, he has the backflip off the top, and he's athletic as fuck, but I don't see it anymore. I don't see that, oh, man, that's their future star. I don't, I don't see that. Now, how come? Is it because he's not winning? Uh, no. Is it because he lost to Jericho? If he would have beaten Jericho, would that have been a, a different mindset? Maybe perception would have been reality at that point, but looking at him now, I don't see anything that's like he should have been, oh man, Jericho shouldn't have the title. That guy should have the title. I don't see that. I can agree with that to a certain extent. He doesn't draw me to watch AEW. Like, the main event... Are you saying they're misusing him already? I don't... No, no, no. I don't think it's them. I physically think it's him. Like That main event, I wasn't excited for that's another reason why I watch NXT, because I was like, uh, Hangman's in the main event? Nah, I'm good. I'll good. watch NXT. Interesting take. Anti-Hangman page. Yeah, and I liked Hangman a lot. Is it because now he's forced to have more of a character because he's on TV every week? Maybe. Uh, the, I mean, I know a lot of AEW fans keep saying, like, the cowboy shit, and I don't think that's a good catchphrase. That's his catchphrase? Cowboy shit? Yeah, I'm going to go in that ring and do cowboy shit. Is that really it? Have I missed it? He just said it two weeks ago. We're in Philadelphia. We don't take kindly to cowboy shit. Fuck that cowboy shit. And Ross repeated it early in the show. He was like, we're going to see some cowboy stuff tonight. (laughs) No, he stopped himself. But... I just, I don't know. The whole Hangman Page character, it's Isn't very stale to me now. Yep, it's not Un- resonating with Unfortunately. You. It is, because he's very, very gifted in the ring. So you just, he is. you need yes. more of a character. Yes, he, absolutely. He's not, he's not a character, though. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I'm not trying to take what he does away, but his character is just stale at this point. But hopefully he changes my mind 
on Saturday night and blows me away and I'll come on here and say how great he was, but until then he probably needs a little bit more promo work too. Probably, yeah. So if you were if you were able to get invested in him, not because you're invested in his in ring work, you're just yeah. not invested in the rest of them. So if he's able to yeah. put on maybe a little bit better promo, tweak his character a little bit, but you know what? It could just be him. That could just be his character. You're you're right. And you're either gonna like it or you're not. Yeah, yeah. I might seems to be the majority like it. Yeah, absolutely. But and that comes with the territory with AEW that they like everything as AEW fans, or at least they get that stigma. That they like everything. No wonder, no matter what you're going to put in front of me, I'm going to like it. You yeah. can polish up a turd, put that in front of me. As long as you put an AEW t-shirt on it, I'm going to like it. But That's I'm the sure, mentality you're talking about? Yeah, but I'm sure there's exception to that rule. But that's what you hear more than any other fan. But I think that about wraps up, Marshall. I think that does it. That th- that's it? That's it. There was a lot to talk about. We do have more Survivor Series hoopla coming up. Yes. We are also sponsoring another event. Mm-hmm. AG's November Rain. That would be Northeast Wrestling 1. Yes. Back in Rhode Island, Stomping Grounds, or is it Massachusetts? We, we did, did this, this last, last week. week. Damn it. It was Gardner, and we both said Rhode Island. And then I said Massachusetts. You're like, I think it's Massachusetts. So it's either Massachusetts or Rhode Island. <laughs> It's, it's up in New England. It's up it's in up the there. yeah. It's up in the, the fucking Patriot cold, country. The fucking Patriot. Co- it's up yeah. there somewhere. Yeah. You know what? We're sponsoring. Yes. Josh Briggs, Alex Reynolds, that match, and maybe another match. I don't know, but as you know, we'll know. We'll tell you. Don't call us. We'll let you know. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll be talking to you very soon. Later.